Well, hello and welcome. Thank you so much for stopping by. Really means a lot to have you on board. You're at the Five Forks. I'm your host. My name is Barry. Here at the Five Forks, we discuss topics of interest for the newly retired, those about to retire, and some topics for those that might have been retired for some time. I hope that these things that we discuss will be informative and entertaining, and I hope you check in each week to see what's new. So come along for the ride. Let's get started. Here's today's episode. Hello, folks. Once again, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it, and I'm glad to be back here recording. I had to take some time off. It's been about a couple of weeks that uh, I've had, really, I've had no voice. I'm not sure what's going on. I hadn't been sick in any way. I feel fine, but I've had a little bit of congestion, and I just couldn't talk. My voice was cracking, so I hope it holds up to get through this episode today, and we'll see about that. Anyway, as most of you know who listen to me often, I I don't do a lot of editing, so this is going to be just a raw recording, and if I have to stop and get a drink, then uh, just bear with me. I'll be right back in a few minutes, but... Today, I just wanted to talk about uh, rediscovering hobbies in retirement. I've had a lot of hobbies during my life, some things that I really enjoyed, but I just didn't have enough time to devote to each of them. And sometimes you'd get into one and you'd, you'd hang with that for a while and then, you know, move on to something else. That's the way it was always for me because I just didn't have enough time to devote to any one of them. I just had a whole lot of interest. And there's a couple of hobbies that I've always tried to, to stay in touch with and things that I've tried to make time for, um, even if it was just a little while. And, and reading is one of those for me. Now, hobbies, they can contribute significantly to your retirement enjoyment in a lot of ways. And I've talked about that briefly in uh, a previous episode. And when you're engaged in hobbies, your mind is continually being stimulated and it creates an overall sense of well-being. Some hobbies uh, offer opportunities for Social engagement, which is so much, it's so important during retirement that you keep from isolating yourself. I know a lot of people just basically retire and sit on the couch, and you really don't need to do that. You need to enjoy the the time that you have. And hobbies will encourage personal growth and development, and you can learn new skills, you can explore new activities. But engaging in hobbies is definitely going to reduce your stress, provide you with some relaxation, and it's an escape from daily concerns, and and reading's really one of the better ones, I think. Reading's a great way to keep your mind active, and I I think that's one reason that so many seniors enjoy it. Reading provides the opportunity to continue your lifelong learning, if that's what you want to do. Reading stimulates creativity, and it enhances your cognitive abilities. And like I said before, reading is just a fantastic stress reliever. It's very relaxing, or at least I find it so. And reading can provide you with entertainment, and it allows uh, for you uh, to have a, a place where you escape from boredom. You know, a lot of people are really bored in retirement. I haven't found that to be true. I've got too many hobbies, I guess. I don't seem to have time to to get around to all of them like I want to, but 
Anyway, you know, when you're reading, you get into the binds of the characters and you begin to understand other people a little bit better just by getting into a character's headspace. Sometimes you might identify with a, a character in some way. And so for a, a short period of time, you can lead a different life. Reading can be a very cost-effective, cost-efficient hobby. When you consider that most of us live somewhere near a public library, you can explore and check out books there. Like it, 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 There's no end to it. Um, and I was at our local library just a couple of weeks ago, and I was pleased to find out that there's a lot of newer books uh, that they have in their selection that I was able to pick up one that I had been wanting to read. And I, I really didn't think they'd have it there because it's a, a, a new book. And sure enough, it was there. And so that was great, great to find out. Um. Another thing about reading um, is you can, in many cities, many towns, uh, have semi or semi-annual or annual used book sales, and it's a great place to go and pick up some very inexpensive books if you want to build a library. And uh, last year in our particular neighborhood, the one I live in, we had a summer book swap which was pretty cool. And a lot of us donated books that we had sitting around and added them to the collection. And then when the swap day arrived, we had tables set up in front of one of our neighbor's houses and you could go and select two or three books that you, uh, you wanted to read and pick them up. And I'm sure next year when we have the same book swap, we're going to, put those books right back out into circulation. But I thought it was a great idea. And maybe you could get something like this started in a neighborhood where you live. Another inexpensive option for getting into reading are the e-readers like Kindle from Amazon or Nook from Barnes & Noble. And you can purchase the actual physical device for pretty close to 100 bucks, And... There was a survey recently where the majority of seniors polled claimed that a Kindle was the number one best purchase they'd made since they retired. Both Kindle and Nook uh, offer a free app that you can download to your iPad or whatever tablet you have and download it to your phone, and you can read that way. You can buy books and read them. You can check out books from the library. I know Kindle, I'm not sure about Nook, but I know Kindle has an option uh, for an app called Libby. And by using Libby, if you have a valid uh, library card from your local library, you can actually check out books from your county library without ever having to drive over there. So e-readers give you a lot of flexibility. Uh, they're tremendously flexible in terms of the convenience as well as the portability. You can have your entire library wherever you want to be. And e-readers also offer a lot of adjustability. You can change your text and font sizes. And believe me, my old eyes appreciate the ability to make the, the text larger. And it makes reading uh, 
good bit more comfortable. Now, if you're new to reading or if you want to explore explore reading as a hobby, you might want to do a few things that could help you ease into it. One thing you might want to try is to set aside a specific time for your reading. You know, by creating a regular schedule, whether it's for a few minutes each day or maybe longer each day, or maybe it's just a couple of times a week, you'll build some consistency. And with all hobbies, the more consistent we are, the better we get at something. So that includes reading. And making a schedule for any of our hobbies provides some accountability to ourselves that we're going to follow through. Create a comfortable space, you know, designate a cozy corner or, or a quiet room where you can focus without any distractions. and Make it inviting with some good lighting, a comfortable chair, and any other elements that you might want to, you know, add in there to enhance your experience. One of my favorite places to read is in my office at my desk. And I do that a lot of times early in the morning before um, my wife gets up. And so, you know, that's that's a comfortable place for me. But you need to find your own spot and make sure it's comfortable, have some good lighting, and you will uh, enjoy reading much, much more. You'll want to explore different genres and different authors. Go to your local library or go to a bookstore and just browse. Go through various genres and, you know, find something that you think you might be interested in. And then try out a couple of authors and styles until you decide what your preference is. Just do a little exploration, and you're going to be pleasantly surprised at what you decide on, what you decide is your preference and your reading style and the things that you're interested in. Another thing you might want to do is keep a reading journal. You know, maintaining a journal of any type is helpful for a lot of people. But with a reading journal, you can jot down your thoughts, uh, your reflections, and maybe some favorite quotes from the books that you're reading. And it'll help you to deepen your engagement, and it'll help sharpen your writing skills if you're interested in that. A great way to get into or to expand your reading hobby is through book clubs. Now, book clubs will introduce you to genres or titles that you would have never otherwise considered. And most local libraries will have book clubs that you could join. Uh, many of these meet on a regular basis, whether it's you know once a month or a couple of times a month, whatever it might be. But you have physical interaction and you discuss the books with other people. And, you know, that's, that's really gratifying to be able to discuss with other people what what they think about the same book that you've been reading. There's also community book clubs available through churches or other senior organizations in in many towns, and they're always taking new members. You can even get into online book clubs, many of which will participate in online discussion. Some of them even have Zoom meetings on a regular basis where you can participate and and talk about what you're reading and, and get some ideas about some new stuff. There's a couple of sites you might want to take a look at. One of them's very simple. It's just called bookclubs.com. Another one that I've looked at is onlinebookclub.org. Now, I think both of these are free to sign up with your email, and you can go through, browse, see if it's a fit for you or not. 
you know, you can find groups for discussion on just about all the social media platforms like Facebook, Reddit, or Goodreads. Any of these are a great way to analyze and discuss themes, characters, and plots, and it just enhances our critical thinking. And that's one of the great things about a reading is it keeps our minds sharp. And when you're talking to other people, you get a different perspective when you're exposed to others and how they interpreted the same material, just like I said before. Now, I've also found, um, and I enjoy following a few creators on uh, YouTube's BookTube channels. Just recently found out that there was such a thing as a BookTube. But uh, on BookTube, there are a ton of folks who have BookTube channels whereby they discuss what they're reading. They offer some suggestions on authors you might want to check out. Um, You'll get some book recommendations and discover maybe a genre that you weren't particularly interested in before. You'll get an introduction to books that you might not have never looked at with without some kind of exposure like like that. I've been real pleased with a couple of the recommendation recommendations that I got through BookTube, and they just turned out to be exceptional. I really enjoyed them and stuff I've never never thought about. Authors I didn't know about, book titles I'd never heard of. So it, it's worked out good for me. I enjoy it. And you might might want to spend some time exploring this as well as, you know, any other way that you can find material to read. Now, I've been a reader for my entire life off and on. I've done more reading at times and less at others. But since I've retired, I have really enjoyed having the time to read as much as I like. And like I said, I I can read late into the night if I want to. I don't have to worry about getting up the next day and being sharp at work. On other days, I can start reading very early in the morning. Like I said, uh, my desk before my wife gets up, um, I'll sit here, uh, open up the blinds and watch the sunrise with a cup of coffee and, and continue to read. It's, that's one of my most favorite times, but you know, I don't let that keep me from sitting on the porch on a warm afternoon with a book. Uh, it's just, I've got the time now I could, I could do what I want, what I want. So I'm taking full advantage of it. The only difficulty I really have found is. I just don't know how to split my time between all my other hobbies. It's a tough job, don't you think? I recently read uh, a blog article by a lady named Laura Grace Weldon. And she's a writer. She's a poet and editor. And in her article, she was talking about taking up reading as a child. And she said that she'd go to the library and she'd pick up all the books she could carry. And then she just couldn't wait for the power of the story to overtake her. I remember those days when I was young, when I was a kid, I started reading and I remember that feeling of a story just overtaking you. You're just completely absorbed in it. And I still get that feeling to this day. You know, when I was a kid, I'd spend lots of time in our school library. I'd love the smell of the books, new and uh, and the old. And I still get that feeling when I walk into a library or a bookstore today, I'm, I'm still just I'm overcome with uh, the the feeling of of I don't know it's just uh, a, a enjoyment for me. And one thing I talked about in another episode, just briefly, 
but uh, my parents, and especially my dad's influence on my reading. I've always been thankful to my parents for buying a complete set of the World Book Encyclopedia for myself and my sister. That was no cheap purchase, and at the time, I know it must have seemed like a fortune to them. My dad was an avid reader, and when he didn't have to work on the weekends, he and I would spend time in my family's living room, and we'd be, would pour over different volumes of the encyclopedia. We'd each choose a volume, and we would go to our separate corners, and we'd read for a while. Then we'd get back together and we'd talk about what we just read. What, what a wonderful experience that was for me and my learning. And it instilled in me the love of reading. I have very warm memories of those days, and I carry that with me. And I recall them fondly a lot of times when I'm reading still today. I enjoy reading for many reasons. I like learning new things or reading about how to get better at things I'm already doing. I enjoy reading about our history and what makes us who we are as individuals or communities and how different cultures have formed and evolved. I love reading to escape into a place where there's no uh, stress, a place where you experience emotions and empathy and maybe some disdain for some of the characters that we've just met. And I think it's different for all of us, the feeling that reading gives us, but man, what a great way to spend some time. And if you're not a reader, I encourage you to give it a shot. I think you'll like it. If you do read, well, I hope your journey into parts unknown will always provide you with pleasant memories. And if you've made it this far today, I really do appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to listen. And please take care of yourself. Find some time for a little reading, and I'll talk to you soon. Well, that does it for today. Thanks again for stopping by, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please leave me a comment. Let me know how I'm doing. Like, subscribe, and follow so you'll know when a new episode is available. And share this with your friends. And if you like the content, you can always buy me a coffee. That link's www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash at the five. Once again, you've been listening at the five forks. And until next time, when faced with a fork in the road, take it.